Well, we welcome you to AT&T postgame breakdown with DJ Shockley, West Durham. We're here at AtlantaFalcons.com. On what has turned out to be a very disappointing Sunday for the Falcons, 40-39 to is the final at AT&T Stadium in Dallas today as they lose to the Cowboys two years ago when the Cowboys were in this building. It ended on last-second field goal. It ends on last-second field goal today. Both gut checks to Atlanta Shock. And uh, we'll show some of the, the things that led up to it in just a moment. But, my goodness, what yeah, a gut punch. You think about all the missed opportunities in this ball game, all the things where it shouldn't have been to this point. Right. And you end up having to go down to the end and obviously giving them opportunity to come back and win the win. And the fashion they did is tough. Uh, you think about early in the ball game. Not getting touchdowns when you should have got field right. goals. Uh, a lot of missed tackles in this ball game. I mean, just a lot of things that you're going to look back on the film and they're going to be like, "Wow, we had some missed opportunities that led to the loss." Well, let's take you to the uh, the play in the end of the ball game that is still that's the one that's going to be started and shown at the top of every kind of game summary about this particular game. The rest of the night, maybe the rest of the year. Greg Zerline side winding onside kick. Atlanta had Jaden Graham. Alameda Zacchaeus, Hayden Hurst, and maybe even Julio Jones in the neighborhood, Shock. Yeah, and when this first happened, we all were talking about him, the way it was laying on the ground, and it looked like they were just waiting as you see the, the final field goal go through to get them to win. But you're wondering why guys just didn't jump on it. And my only explanation that I think of is they didn't think the ball would go 10 yards. Right. So they waited. And instead of being aggressive and just following the football, and it's going to be something that's going to be replayed over and over again and – they're going to get in that special teams meet room. There's going to be a lot to talk about with that particular last play. Well, the Cowboys, who had not recovered an onside kick in almost six years, recover the onside kick, and then Greg Zerline boots on the uh, field goal at the end to win it for Dallas. They get to 1-1. One one. Atlanta drops to 0-2. But if you followed us on 92.9 The Game, you were listening to the radio today, we talked about kind of the empty possessions following the turnover shock. Yeah. And if you go back from the, from the beginning of the ball game, that may have cost Atlanta as much as the execution piece at the end. Absolutely, because you think about possessions where if you score touchdowns there, you go up at least 28 or 35 to nothing during that point in time. You get an opportunity to really take the hope and the prayer and everything they got out mm. of that particular team, and you weren't able to go out and do that. You got points, but touchdowns would have really broke the soul of that team, especially early in the ball game. Well, let's go back to early in the ball game because it really was interesting to watch unfold. Uh, both teams went three and out in their first possessions. And then all of a sudden, Atlanta started creating turnovers, DJ. Yeah, I think the game plan coming in today was put some pressure on Dak Prescott. We saw Deion Jones get to the quarterback a couple times, pressure from the interior many times. You see Deion once again forcing a turnover. And this was the biggest part of the ball game early was getting to Dak, getting to that offensive line that had a couple guys in and out of the lineup. And you can see the pressure was put on and the Falcons game plan early. It looked like it was working. John Kaminsky recovers the first fumble. Then it didn't take Matt Ryan long to find Calvin Ridley. Yeah, Calvin Ridley, what an excellent day he had. And it's turned into one of the go-to players today. As everybody probably watched the game, Julio was a little hurt. And Calvin Ridley definitely picked up a lot of the slack and really was a big-time player today. Another 100-yard day for Ridley. Seven catches, 109, two scores. Atlanta taking advantage of the turnover. Then Elliott coughs it up here, Shock. Yeah, how about Foyer, though? Foyer had a couple instances where he literally punches the football out of the hands of the ball carriers, whether it's a tight end or Ezekiel Elliott, and you come back and you find Hayden Hurst going down that left sideline wide open. These are the plays that you have to make when you have these turnovers, turn them into big-time touchdowns. Yeah, you see Hayden Hurst come free here, 
And the uh, guy who came over in the trade right after Austin Hooper signed the free agent deal in Cleveland's in the end zone. And all of a sudden, the Falcons feel pretty good about themselves at 14 to nothing. Then all of a sudden, they get things back in order here. But then they fake punt for Dallas, goes short on the throw from Jones. That's a young way coup field goal in the end game. Yeah, another instance where you had a short field and you could have got seven points there. Mm-hmm. It put a lot of emphasis on it. Foyer again punching the ball out from Schultz to tight end there, and the Falcons coming up with an opportunity to get more points on the board, especially early in the game. And you weren't able to get the big points that you needed. And, again, it leads to another field goal. So, Youngway Koo kicks two field goals in the final four and a half minutes of the opening period. So, Atlanta's got a 20 nothing lead. It's 20-7 to when Ryan finds Ridley again. Yeah, Calvin was kind of unguardable today. He did almost everything he could to put this game uh, in his hands and, and really made a lot of plays for Mac. Was open majority of the day. And Cowboys had fits trying to guard him. So, the Falcons – end up taking the lead to the locker room, and then you see Julio Jones make a great catch as we move into the uh, latter stages of the uh, third quarter here. Yeah, this was a big part in the game, big third down conversion. You needed to happen. Julio hurting all day, but give him a lot of guts and credit for coming up with that big toss and catch. And the end game, Russell Gage, an eight-yard strike from Ryan. Yeah, this is why Russell Gage has become a big part of what they're doing, and everybody talking about Muhammad Sanu leaving Russell Gage has stepped up to the plate and been a big-time benefactor of this offense and has really played well. Atlanta's final points would come on a young way coup field goal with eight minutes to go, and it looks like the Falcons are in really good shape. And then Dallas gets a Prescott to Schultz touchdown, then Prescott scores on a one-yard run, and then the onside kick, despite missing the two-point try, which they might have gone for early. Yeah, yeah. Dallas has a chance to win. And I was with you, too. If they kick the field goal, then you're only down by eight, and you can do it on the back end. And this puts less pressure because it still makes it a two-possession game in that right. time. But they found a way to get that onside kick, which they really, really needed. And uh, ultimately, we saw what happened at the end. Calvin Ridley's our AT&T player of the game in our postgame breakdown today. Seven catches, 109 yards, two touchdowns. You look at the start Calvin Ridley has had to the season now. That gives him 16 catches, 239 yards, and four scores. Well, he he came into this year talking about how he wanted to take his game to the new level. And Calvin really has definitely taken his game to the next level and been a huge, huge benefactor of how important it is to be that second guy. When you got so many eyes on Julio Jones, Calvin really has become a factor. He said he wanted 1,000-plus yards and double-digit touchdowns. He is on his way there now. DJ, a lot of people are going to talk about – the way this ball game ended, they're going to spend a good bit of the week talking right. about the way this game ended. And, and sure, in determining winning and losing, that's going to be part of it. But uh, this guy's off to an unbelievable start. <laughs> Matt Ryan's off to an unbelievable start. Yeah, these two guys are going to be part of the game plan coming in. It usually was, hey, we got to allow, we can't allow Julio Jones to get off. Now you got a guy, Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones, who are – Huge parts of this offense, and Russell Gage being a big part of it as well. But Calvin Ridley has shown the ability to be a number one receiver, and it's going to be tough to cover him as this season goes on. Well, quick check of the stats here. Um, Atlanta gets 380 yards of offense. Again, played the short field a lot of the day in the first half, certainly with the with the short field turnovers. Dallas gets 570 yards of <laughs> offense by the end of the game, DJ. Yeah, uh, that's a cause for concern. I mean, it's happened the last couple of weeks, and quarterbacks have been really efficient mm-hmm. the last two games. Russell Wilson, obviously, we know is a really good quarterback. Dak came in and 
he was efficient with the football, didn't really throw it to us as much as we needed to. This is something that we have to keep an eye on because scoring this many points and giving up this many yards is going to be a problem. You got Bears coming in here next week. Yeah, and Chicago, by the way, picked up a win today against the Giants. They'll be here at 2-0 and next Sunday at uh, 1 o'clock. All right, give me a punch list item here beyond what we're going to hear about the onside kick and the late game execution that you think Atlanta's got to get cleaned up before Chicago. You know, there, there are many things that come to mind, especially after the first two weeks. But I think the number one thing is you've got to capitalize on opportunities. In both games, the first two weeks, right. you've had opportunities to get back in a ball game. You've had opportunities to put the ball game away, and you weren't able to do it. Yep. The Falcons have to find a way to really, really hone in on those particular situations and come out on the better side of it. All right. Don't forget, we'll be here after every regular season ball game. Following our radio coverage, in-game on 92.9 The Game, DJ and I'll be here for the AT&T postgame show breakdown right here inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Thanks for being a part of our show today on AtlantaFalcons.com.